0: Hey gorgeous, it's Lisa here. And before we jump in today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that the doors to my world leading e-commerce academy program are currently open. Now I only open doors to this program about once a month, and this week they are still open. This is my epic 12-week program. It is life-changing you and your business will go through the biggest overhaul as an e-commerce brand that you could ever experience. It is kind of everything you need to know in a foundational sense about how to build an e-commerce brand and the doors are currently open. So if you want to check us out, head to lisajones.co, click on programs and check out the Academy. Come and join us this week. Hello, gorgeous, and welcome to the e commerce uncomplicated podcast, the place to be if you want to see your online brand absolutely thrive. I'm Lisa Jones, e com expert, multi million dollar brand founder, and mum. I now spend my days helping women all around the world to grow their brands. The e commerce uncomplicated podcast breaks down all the aspects of running a successful business into simple, actionable steps delivered in easy to follow, bite sized chunks. If you're thinking of starting your own product brand, or you already have a brand that's growing, then you are in the right place, my love. Let's get started. This is eCommerce Uncomplicated. Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome to another episode of the eCommerce Uncomplicated podcast. Today, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Today is not a straight teaching session. Today, I'm actually going to share a conversation with you about something that's really dear to my heart. And this is about setting a criteria for why we have a business. You see, it's so easy for us, particularly as women, to accidentally end up in business. Now, we obviously weren't accidental when we decided to create a product and start selling it online. But what often happens is that we accidentally take different roads down our journey and we sometimes forget why we're even in business in the first place. So let me set the scene on around about 10 years ago. I had already had a pretty successful company by that time of my own with my ex-husband, but I was doing everything the wrong way. I had 19 staff, but I was managing them all by control freaky micromanaging them. I had an expensive warehouse. I I feel like I did everything in business a little bit wrong, which of course is why I know how to do it all right now because we have to learn from our own mistakes. But the result of that was that we were turning over $3 million a year with that brand, but I had a lot of stress and headaches. It was a very big cash flow business, but we were paying our cash flow on our suppliers bills from the next month in sales, not the month in within which we took the money. So we were always a month behind. And I learned so many things in that brand about what not to do in business, that it taught me some really wonderful lessons. And this podcast today is probably the most important one of all of those lessons that I learned. So let me share with you and set the scene. If you can picture for a moment, 19 staff a big warehouse. We, I had three little children under the age of 10. My husband at the time was also my business partner and it was not an easy marriage. And in all of that, I was trying to build a company whilst trying to be a mum, whilst trying to be a wife, and trying to be successful to the world and a daughter and a sister and of course well this is probably familiar to all of you because we try and be everything to everyone and in the end I was pretty much a bit of a walking jangle of nerves every day I raced from the you know the school drop off to the warehouse because well all of my staff looked at their watch at 901 if I was a minute late And I would walk up to my office and I would silently curse them in my head, thinking, How dare you judge what time I arrive at work? I own this company. But back then, I was a little bit young and silly and didn't realize that it was actually my head that was wrong there. I was giving them permission to judge me because that was how I set up the scenario in that business. Now, in all of this story, it was stressful and anxious, it was cash flow shitty, it was all kinds of stuff. And most of all, It was almost an accidental business in the sense that it actually ended up being a really heavy, oppressive business. Every month, we would have these big supplier bills due on the 30th of every month because it was a trade business. And we had credit accounts with these big trade suppliers, and they were always due on the 30th of the month. So by about the 25th of the month, I would start to literally be sleepless at night. I would be thinking, shit, we owe that company $150,000 in five days, and I've got about $40,000 in my bank account. How the frick am I going to do that this month? Again, another month, same thing, different month. So then we would go hard on driving sales and promotions, and you get what I'm trying to say, right? I think you're probably seeing that this was a pretty stressful situation to be in, and I'm sure resonates with a lot of you. So why are you telling this? So why are you telling us this, Lisa? I can imagine you asking yourself. Well, this was because at around about that point in time, about 10 years ago, I actually started working with a new mentor. This mentor is someone who taught me the most incredible lesson, something that I still work on today, which is about setting your own personal criteria. You see, you are not your business. And your business is not you. If you got hit by a bus tomorrow and your business fell apart, i.e. there would be no more momentum in your business, the sales would slow down and drop off, the products wouldn't dispatch, the marketing wouldn't take place, then you're kind of self-employed as opposed to having created a business. You see, a business can stand on its own and continue to coexist without you needing to feed it your energy. And I think this is a really, really important thing that I want to share with you today. So first tip of today is, do you have a business or are you self-employed? And for some of you, it actually may be okay that you are self-employed. But the key differentiator here is that needs to be part of your decision-making You need to set a criteria that it is actually okay to be self-employed by yourself and by your own brand and that you don't need to drive it to be something bigger and better than what it currently is. My situation is that I do want it to be bigger and better and I don't want to be self-employed because that, my darlings, is my criteria. Now, this is the whole point of this story, okay? I imagine this a little like a container. So think of a Tupperware container, right? It's got square sides. It's got a floor and a roof, if you like. And inside that container, you get to decide what goes in that container. So inside of your business, or perhaps it's actually you are the container, you get to decide what comes into your container and what doesn't. I suppose another way to say this would be what are your boundaries with your business? I like to call this your personal criteria. And the way that I set out to do this is that every six months or so, I sit down and I reassess what is it that I want in my life right now? How can a business coexist next to me without it being me? And how can it give me what I want? Now, to make this really clear, because I guess I might be sounding just a little bit theoretical right now, you're probably like, I'm not sure I'm exactly getting what you mean here, Lisa. Let me give you another story that will explain this. For the last 20 years, I have hankered after having my own cafe or restaurant. I am at heart a food lover. I love to eat. I love to cook. I travel to eat. I travel to shop. I travel to eat hawker food stalls, to eat in restaurants, to go to their supermarkets. Food is a really big driving factor in my life. And I'm okay with that because, well, If food wasn't a really important thing for a bunch of people in this world, then we wouldn't have epic restaurants to eat in. So, of course, I equate my love for food with the idea that I should have my own restaurant or cafe or Vietnamese noodle bar. Specifically, that's what I'm hankering after is opening my own funky little noodle bar. Now, you might say, go for it, Lisa. You're entrepreneurial and smart and you can totally pull that off, girlfriend. Well, you know what? I probably could. But here is the thing. My criteria, when I write it down, always has a couple of core elements. One is that my businesses must be able to be operated from anywhere, from a laptop or mobile phone. Another one of my criteria is that I must have a business that supports me being a mum because I have an 11-year-old daughter who is my whole world, nothing I wouldn't do for my kiddo. And so, therefore, being able to do school drop-offs, school pickups, go to assemblies or plays, be there at a sports day, they're all really important things to me, as is must be able to have great holidays with my family. Now, having told you three of my criteria, let me ask you to consider, would a Vietnamese noodle bar allow me to do those three things? And I'm going to give it to you on a platter. Hells No! I could not be there for my daughter at nine o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the afternoon and have Saturdays and Sundays cruising around with her if I had a Vietnamese noodle bar. I certainly couldn't run my business on a laptop or mobile phone from anywhere in the world if I had a bricks and mortar physical store to run with staff that are notoriously unreliable. Could I? So what I determined when I set my own criteria was that I actually cannot have a Vietnamese noodle bar in my life. I simply can't. And until my criteria shifts, until my daughter perchance is an adult and I turn around and go, you know what? I'm really grounded in this town and it would be okay with me and my criteria to dedicate myself now to being okay to have to show up to a shop every day or every second day or when someone's sick that I could drop everything and go and take shifts in my store. When that forms part of my personal criteria, then hells yes, I will have a Vietnamese noodle bar. You can rest assured that is in my future, but it is not right now. The reason I think this is so important for you to consider is that if you want to have an e-commerce store that is going to do $10 million a year in revenue, but you don't want to work more than five hours a week, well, girlfriend, you ain't ever going to get the $10 million a year retailer with five hours a week. It is simple as that. So the reason we need to understand what our personal criteria is, is that we can then make sure we match our business to meet what we want out of life so that our business is not accidental, that it is an actual fact, bloody deliberate. We deliberately design and build a business that matches what we want out of life. And this is a secret that a mentor taught me a really long time ago. And it is my gift to you today to sit down as an exercise, no phone, no laptop, no husband, no children, just you and a piece of paper or a bunch of bits of paper, some quiet space. It might be your bed in a nice afternoon. It could be the garden with some sunshine. Perhaps it's a cafe with a nice cafe latte in front of you, and you are sitting there thinking about what would my criteria look like in life? What does my container look like around me? How might I set my boundaries about how much I want to work, what I want to earn? What does my business have as an involvement in my life? How much can I be with my family and be with my business? I want for you, my love, to go and do that exercise in the next week and then drop me a DM, jump into my Facebook group, tell me how this exercise worked for you. Did it work and how did it make you feel after you worked out whether your current brand matches your criteria or not and how you can change Boundaries around you to meet what it is that you want out of your business so that you can be a happy little Vegemite for the rest of your working life. I hope that's worked for you today and delivered some value from me to you. Big hugs and kisses, and don't forget to jump onto Facebook, pop into the bar, uncomplicated e commerce for women, and join my free Facebook group if you're not already in there and tell me, do a post. Did you do the criteria exercise and how did it go for you? Lots of love today, sweetheart. Have a wonderful week.